now are plenty to look forward to uh, in the world of hoops. The NBL Grand Final Series kicking off later on in the week. Plenty of great NBA action to talk about. And, uh, well, patiently waiting down the line this afternoon is the host of the Basketball Fix podcast, Josh Higgins. Josh, welcome back to the program. Good afternoon, mate. How you going, mate? I'm doing very well. How about you? Yeah, very good, very good, mate. Well, uh, that's great. We've got plenty of great basketball uh, news and results to talk about. We'll preview the NBL Grand Final Series to come in a little bit, but why don't we start with some NBA uh, today because there has been a fair bit of news uh, in the NBA as of late. Um, Yesterday, Damian Lillard put on an all-time performance against the Houston Rockets, uh, 131-114, to the final score in Portland's win. Damian Lillard, he had 70 one points. It was an unbelievable result. Uh, another player scoring 71 this season. The scoring is getting out of hand at the moment, but uh, Damian Lillard, is he one of the uh, most underrated point guards ever to play in the NBA? Well, he definitely is one of the most underrated point guards for sure, and I think we've seen over his last 13-game stretch where He's averaged some berserk numbers, obviously, for Portland Trailblazers. So I think a lot of people thought we're really dipping out of the playoff picture. But James really uh, see the shift for the Portland Trailblazers. And 71 points like we saw, mate, was absolutely ridiculous. You know, hitting over 50 points in the NBA, you're a great all-time player. But to get 71 points, you know, he's one of four players in the 2000s to even get over that 70-point mark. Obviously, with Kobe, Devin Booker, and uh, Jonathan Mitchell in the most recent season as well. So... You know, Dame is one of those guys. He's one of those guys who can really get hot quickly, and uh, we saw that a couple of nights ago. What a spectacular performance by Damian Lillard. And I think, uh, you know, Portland is really, really happy with the way he's playing lately because uh, he's really set the shift for them as their playoff picture. Yep, uh, a remarkable result. 71 points for Damian Lillard. Now, uh, some disappointing news today for some big-name players. We'll start with LeBron James because he could be out of action for quite some time with a foot injury. How big of a blow is this for the Lakers, who have actually started to look not bad in the, um, I guess, time since the All-Star break? Yeah, exactly. I think it's probably the best way to describe it is the times the Russell Westbrook trade, I potentially would say. And I think, uh, you know, they've really got rolling with D'Angelo Russell, who's been really great for them coming off, uh, you know, obviously a, a, a somewhat of a disappointing season at, at the Minnesota Timberwolves. You've got Jared Vanderbilt, who I think is the the best pick-up out of that whole trade uh, sort of week that happens for the Lakers. Malik Beasley's obviously doing his thing as well. But, you know, they're absolutely rolling at the moment, 4-1 and one in the last five games, and really asserting themselves back in the final picture, as I think a lot of people thought they wouldn't even make the playing tournament. So this is a massive loss, obviously. LeBron James, we all know, is one of the greatest players of all time, and he's putting on an absolute killer performance this whole season as well. And to go down, Hatton definitely as well. We Hopefully uh, we'll see him back towards the back end of the season. But you just never know. He's a bit older. I know he's uh, obviously... One of those guys who is defeating Parvatron somehow, but uh, I'd like to see him back towards the back end of the season to get a few games under his belt before the playoffs start. Because I think, uh, you know, if he can really do that, the Lakers can do some trouble, I think, in the Western Conference. I think the Western Conference is super, super deep and I think uh, really competitive. And I think the Lakers' current roster can uh, really make some headway in that playoff start picture as well in the Western Conference. Okay, uh, let's take a look at LaMelo Ball as well, who injured himself earlier today. He's fractured his ankle. I believe. It looked pretty innocuous. It was a non-contact injury. Uh, so it, poor signs for a young player who has had his injury troubles uh, early on in his career. We saw him make his way to the NBL. Uh, of course, LaMelo Ball, he's a he's a star, but, uh, well, just another injury setback for him today. 
100%. And he definitely is a star, mate. You know, this kid is going to be one of the best players in the NBA if his body stays right. And we've seen with his brother, I want to touch on first in Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Massive problems recently with his injuries. Like, really, no one even knows what's going on there at all. So, you know, at the end of the day, he's got to sort himself out. I think Lamella's got to put on a little bit of size. He's got the skinniest legs in the NBA besides Kevin Durant. I think that's a big reason as to why we're getting a lot of these lower uh, leg injuries. But I think it's lucky to escape without the Achilles tendon. When I first saw it, it reminded me back of Kevin Durant in the NBA Finals against the uh, Toronto Raptors. And I thought, damn, he's done his Achilles. That's a long line. Uh, you know, a long road ahead on the sideline for Lamello Ball. But, yeah, thankfully it's just a, a fractured ankle. And uh, he'll be back to hopefully towards the back end of the season. But, uh, yeah, it's obviously a worrying sign for a guy that you're really trying to put your whole franchise around and build your team around. Because uh, he hasn't really sat on the park for too many games every season. He's averaging around that sort of lower 60s. Uh, games per season, and what we saw with uh, Lonzo Ball as well. So, yeah, I think it's one of those things, mate. He's got to really grow into that body. He's got a really lanky, long frame. I think you've got to sort of uh, build out of these next couple of years and sort of keep a little bit of support. The final one on the NBA before we turn our attention to Australian basketball, the New York Knicks. They had a great win today over the Boston Celtics, 109-94. How legit are the Knicks? I think they've got, a, they've got a good enough team around them. And I think one of the things that we really look for in the NBA is depth. Now, I know it's a star-driven league, and it's all about these big twos, big threes, and even big fours like we're seeing in Phoenix. But sometimes as well, a team can come out of nowhere. We saw it with the Toronto Raptors, a team which is really all around great. Now, obviously, I had Kawhi Leonard back in the day, and I think the league is a little bit bleaker than what it is now. But the New York Knicks are a legit team. They've obviously got one of the biggest supporter bases in the NBA's history. And I think... Uh, yeah, I mean, look across the board, RJ Barrett, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson. I think Josh Hart is one of the most underrated players in the NBA at the moment as well. So they've got a really solid team and I think a really solid foundation with a great coach and uh, obviously a great atmosphere they've got over there in New York. So, you know, they can do some uh, some damage in the playoffs. I think they're a team who can really steal a few games and even potentially steal a few, uh, you know, obviously series as well. But I don't know how deep they will go in very uh, hotly contested NBA season this year. Speaking to Josh Higgins on Sports Drive this afternoon. Uh, Josh, we'll take a look at some Australian basketball right now. And, uh, well, across the past week, the Boomers uh, were really dominant um, in the World Cup, World Cup qualifiers and uh, they will be competing uh, in the World Cup. Todd Blanchfield. Now, he has put on a display over the past two games for the Boomers. And it bears the question, uh, why didn't he get more game time for the Perth Wildcats this year? Yeah, it's one of those questions I think a lot of people, a lot of Perth Wildcat fans are really thinking about at the moment, obviously, seeing Toddy do his thing over there and over here as well, obviously, for these uh, Australian Burma qualifier games. But Todd's that sort of guy, I think, when you get him around the really great players and the really great teams, there's no pressure on him at all to perform. I think that's a big thing for Todd Blanchfield. When there's a little bit of slight pressure, obviously, around, I think uh, he sort of does sort of, you know, as with his age, he's getting a little bit older and stuff as well. I think he sort of does slow down a little bit and... Um, but obviously, it's great to see. I think it's going to be one of those things. It's going to be interesting to see where Todd Blanchfield ends up this year, upcoming season in the NBL for sure. But yeah, I don't know about Todd Blanchfield. I think he's one of those guys, like we've all seen over his whole career, he's a real hot or uh, cold sort of guy, a real streaky shooter, and he's really got a guy recently for the Australian Boomers. Yeah, uh, a great result for Toddy Blanchfield, a great result for the Boomers. All right, we've got the NBL Grand Final series to look forward to. Josh, uh, it kicks off a bit later on in the week between the Sydney Kings and the New Zealand Breakers, a best-of-five game series. It'll start game number one on Friday, 4.30 tip-off at Kudos Bank Arena. Oh, how excited are you for this series? And um, what are your thoughts? Where will it be won and lost? Uh, this is, honestly, this is what you want as a, as a basketball fan, as an NBL fan. 
this is, I think, the series I think a lot of uh, you know neutral supporters really wanted. And that is the two best teams in the NBL all season. I think these guys have had little runs where they've been the best team in the league. They've had little runs where they've probably been the second or third best team in the league. But both of these teams have really showed over the whole season that they are the two best teams in the NBL. Now, I think this is a massive, massive challenge for the Sydney Kings, in my opinion. I think the New Zealand Breakers come in, in my opinion, slightly the favourites, just because of their game style. Now, I think the Sydney Kings obviously are known for that great offensive uh, you know, sort of mould, and they are a very good defensive team. But the New Zealand Breakers, they just run so deep, and Derek Pardon's going to cause some troubles, I believe, for Xavier Cooks. I don't think Xavier Cooks is going to get the sort of series that he had against the Cairns Taipans, who, in my opinion, are a little bit undersized, obviously, without Keanu Pinder as well. But I just think the New Zealand Breakers are absolutely flying, mate, coming into this. Will Middow-White is one of the most underrated players, I think, in Australian basketball. You've got Barry Brown Jr., who is probably the biggest fire starter in the NBL behind Bryce Cotton. And you've just got some amazing support around them as well. So, yeah, this is going to be an incredible series, mate. Like I mentioned before, this is the best two teams in the league going at it for a five-game series. And you best believe this is going to be super exciting. I'm hoping to have maybe in a fly over to Sydney to go watch one of these games because uh, <laughs> this is going to be one of the best, I think, NBL grand finals we've seen in recent years for sure. MVP prediction? Now, it's a bit of a hard one. I actually am going to go with Will Middow-White because I think he's doing break and get up. He just does everything so well. Similar to Xavier Cooks for the Sydney Kings, he just does everything so well for the New Zealand Breakers. He's a guy who could nearly get a triple-double every night if he really tried. So I'm going to go with Will Middow-White. I think the New Zealand Breakers do win this series as well. But, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty simple to say that either uh, Xavier Cooks or uh, Will Middow-White are probably the favourites for the MVP award. All right, uh, a lot to look forward to in the world of basketball. Josh, it's been a pleasure uh, chatting on the program this afternoon. Thank you very much for taking the time, and uh, we'll speak again throughout the finals. Sounds great, mate. Enjoy your afternoon, mate. I'll uh, chat to you soon. Chat soon. There he goes. Josh Higgins, host of the Basketball Fix podcast. I thank him for his time on today's program.